the dean and a long-time friend of the Nifter to say a few words of Hespin. first met Rabbi Nussbaum, and I call him Rabbi because he's a Muslim Shabbat Yeshiva. About 80 years ago, it was then that I entered Yeshiva's Rabbi Yisrael Salanta in the Bronx. The synagogue, the yeshiva, was situated on Washington Avenue. And uh, I don't know how long it took, a year or less, that I got to know the two brothers, the two Nusenbaum brothers of the yeshiva. He was the older one. And his younger brother, by a few years, when he received it too. His younger brother may have been in my class the first year, second year. I don't remember. But I remember them well. They were in yeshiva. They lived near the yeshiva at that time. I don't know the exact address. I never knew, not that I forgot it, heaven forbid, but I never knew it. And... They were remarkable at a very young age, and particularly we have come this morning to mourn and to bid farewell. As young as he was, and as he grew older, and it's hard for me to separate the years, I'm talking about someone who was maybe when I first saw him 
eight years old, nine years old. His brother was younger by a few years. And then I knew him when he was close to nine decades. But when I came to Yeshiva, next year will be 50 years, please God. So I used to go to Davin, and I still go there sometimes. The last room in the main building. And he would come Mincha many times. I'm going to speak only a few words. He was first of all, I spoke to him many times, a few short sentences here and there about issues. He was East Emmis. He told it exactly as it was. He didn't put any frills upon what he said, whether it was himself or about anybody else. He was an East Nehemiah. He was a man of faith. He was an East king. The way he davened, he never missed a davening as long as he could. I never knew what he did until now. I said, no. And above all, he was a man of great dignity. If I had to find one word, he was always dressed well. He walked, very special kind of walk. When he walked into a room, you know he was there walking quietly, but he was straight. And he was a very great generation of my many questions he had. He, he didn't circumvent anything. He wanted everything to be as it was. It's a great tragedy that he never married, he never had children. Because if he would have had children, I imagine they would have been equally exceptional. Last week, Pasha's Purah, we read the following Pasuk. And this speaks to the dignity of the man the very specialness of this. Zosa Torah. This is the Torah. Adam ki yamus When a man dies in an oil, in a tent, in a synagogue. The oil mayor. Kohab. Kohab. Then says about seven days. It was a Bilas case, a very famous, the most famous case lodged by the Russian government before communism against the Jewish people. And it was based on this possible Zosatora, Adam, and Chazal said, Adam, below Goy, and not a Goy. And in the Bible's case, they brought up this question. They said, you Jews think that you're the only people in the world, the only human beings in the world, Adam. And that we are not human beings, we're not Adam. And the Lublin Russian Yeshiva who built Lublin, very famous, 
gave two interpretations. Adam, he says, first of all, represents the totality of the Jewish people. That's Adam. And when we say Adam, that is Yisrael, we don't mean only one Jew and we're leaving out all the Goyim. The Goyim have a word, Ish, Ish, takes everything. To mean a Goy as well as a Jew. So Adam to Yom's Because the entire Jewish people are attached one to another. Now, that's not true. I walk around, I find a lot of Jews don't, are not necessarily attached to us. But he, in his whole being, in his prayer, in the way he walked, the way he talked, in everything, he was an Adam, he was a mensch, and he was a Jew. Adam Kiyamus Ba'ayah. He's a man who died in the tent of the Lord, in the tent of Hashem. And anyone who knew him and didn't speak much to him, just looked at him, knew that he was a very special man and he represented himself as the Adam attached to his people, attached to his Kodesh Baruch attached to Torah, to Tzilah, to Shmir Samitzvah, is very few people. That's who we have come today to bid farewell. He should be a good, a better for his sister, Ethel Rubin, I knew his, her brother, the other brother as well. He'll be a good, better, mighty better for the life he led for the whole house of Israel and for us all where he lived. The Hades must so true Chairman of North American B'nai Akiva, community leader, all right, Nelson Friedman, a longtime friend of uh, the Nifter, to say a few words. difficult to be at this situation here today. I first met 
Rabbi Harry Nussbaum, some eight zero years ago, plus or minus a few hours. <laughs> we were students together in a yeshiva in the Bronx and I moved from Brooklyn to the Bronx and I would venture to say he was my first friend, first new friend after moving from the Bronx, from Brooklyn to the Bronx. He was a real Ish Tsanua, as modest as you can find in a human being. Although he was well worthy of the title Rav, Rabbi, he had Smicha from Yeshiva, Rabbi Yitzhak O'Hanan. His attitude was always, just call me Harry. He was ready, able, and willing always to be called upon to give a Dvar Torah. He was a member, a worshiper, a davener in our Hasidish minion in yeshiva among all the Lodvakim. We had a Hasidish minion in room 101 in the main building. It's going to be very difficult for me personally not to be able to count on Harry to be the darshan for our minion whenever we would need him. I find it very difficult for me personally. Eighty years is a long time. I remember as a child when we saw a Zuckin in his fifties, he was a Zuckin and how Akarashpoku has changed our lives where we can be available to do his biddings for so many more millennia. <coughs> Harry, we will surely miss you. The minion will miss you. I personally 
will miss you very much. family, the mourners, the sister. We were very loyal to, and you did a wonderful service to Harry all these years, you and the nieces. God should console you. First I wanted to uh, read the uh, niece uh, gave me Harry wrote, Rabbi Nussendam wrote a biographical sketch. He was, as Rabbi Chalap said, very, and Rabbi Frieden, very tzanua. So you could be with him for decades and not know really anything about his personal life or history. So let's first find out something about the facts. Which he wrote, both of my parents were born in Poland and migrated to America in the 1920s. My father was a cantor in the Shochet. My mother was widowed at the age of 42 and raised three children. Uh, the oldest sister was born in Poland and came to America with my mother following my father who had migrated earlier. Both parents of mine came from rabbinical families. My younger brother was a rabbi and a psychologist. Rabbi Harry Nussbaum, I attended and graduated from the Yeshiva Benu Israel Salanter in the Bronx. I attended the Manhattan Talmudical Academy High School, it's MTA, here in Manhattan, Yeshiva High School, where I obtained my high school diploma. I attended Yeshiva College, got a BA degree in English, and I've learned in Yeshiva since the age of five and eventually received smicha from at the age of 23. Received a master's degree in psychology from St. John's University and served in the pulpit rabbinate for 12 years and as an army chaplain in the National Guard at U.S. Army Reserve for 20 years. Served as a high school psychologist in the New York City Board of Education for 37 years and was rabbi at Manoah Nursing Home for Passover and sometimes for the holidays of Shavuot and Sukkot from 1973 till 2001. Served as Gabbai at the Chev University Minyan in 101, gave periodic Divay Torah at the Kiddush following Shabbos morning services for the last 10 years. But I'd like to say, the Chazal have an expression describing certain people as a zokein v'yoshev by yeshiva, an old man who's a scholar, and he stays in the yeshiva. Rabbi Nussenbaum 
stayed in that yeshiva from around 70 plus or minus a few years. And that's an extraordinary, an extraordinary act of dedication. But if you mind of a puzzle, the puzzle we read recently about Aaron Cohen, where Moshe tells Aaron, Fesach Oel Moe, Teshvu Yomom, Vulaila, Shivas Yomim, Shmatam, Es Mishmeres Hashem. Actually, it's a little strange puzzle. Moshe tells Aaron and his sons, the Kohenim, you should sit in front of the Oel Moe day and night for seven days, and you shall watch the watch of God. I always was wondering, what, what are they accomplishing by sitting in front of the Oel Moe? It's one thing to do the service, that do Avoda, I understand. It's a very important thing. But just to sit there. And this was very, very important. They had to sit, stay there day and night. I think the Pasuk itself tells you that the goal of, of sitting there and being there is Ushmatan es Mishmeres Hashem, to watch the Holy Watch. It's a tremendous thing to, to, to stay near a yeshiva to watch the Holy Watch. The sages say, that no city can be called a Jewish city unless it has a Sarabatlan, unless it has ten Jews who are always in the shul, always in the yeshiva. And Rabbi Nussenbaum was clearly one of our Sarabatlan, the pillars which kept our yeshiva alive. And we see from that uh, puzzle there that if someone stays near that Oel Moe, someone stays near that holy place, he becomes himself holy, as Aaron and his children became holy, because they were there. And Kedusha, Kedusha is something which gives a person nobility something beyond the regular. And Harry was a man who had Jewish dignity. He was a prince of a man. A total Jew. And he was a living rabbinic personality. You know, sometimes People are people, and you're a rabbi, so rabbis are a profession, maybe. But there are certain people, not that many, that he is, he is a rabbi. He is the personality of a rabbi. That was Rabbi Nassim really. He, he always spoke with grace. He always was speaking something which had to do with Torah and Torah attitude. I never, I, I knew for, since I came, I guess so, I must, I came in 1961, so whatever number it is, it's more than 50 years. Uh, I never saw the man get angry once. Ever. He had a discipline. And, uh, 
tremendous self-control, which I have to call Yirat Hashem. Because he had imbibed within him, he had, he had digested control, control of your personality, to do it the Jewish way. And you see by Aaron, that when Aaron has the great test of losing two boys by ego, he was quiet. He had dignity. I think that if someone is near the Shechina, sitting by the Moed, that creates a humility. Harry, he saw so many great Russian yeshiva come through in these uh, 70 odd years that he was here. The Rav, the Lifshitz before the Rav, I don't know, it's before. I started with the Rav, so I don't know who was here before the Rav, but the Rav's father, Lamjarav, other great Dolan that we heard about, he saw them. Dr. Lifshitz, of course, died with him many years. Creates a humility. It, it gives you a real Jewish dignity. Rabbi, he was a very calm person, always optimistic, always optimistic, and always, I would say, happy, which was unusual, very unusual given his personal life. Extremely loyal to our yeshiva and to our minion. He's a guy of the minion for many years in the Baltfila, Yom Narayim, Bashan Yom Kippur, and we say Drushus. And something which I was always jealous of, he was always on time. <laughs> and I'm never on time. Very special. True product of our yeshiva, Musmach. Rav, and someone who was Tarumada. He, he had his degree in psychology and he used it. He now joins the other members of our yeshiva over the last 70 plus years in Yeshiva Shalmala, heavenly yeshiva. And, and we were privileged to know him. He left uh, what we call here an ethical will. So I'll finish with that. And he writes, Live my life 
board. To the top. According to the Torah, I am not married. Which I hope I will be able to do before my life is over. I've been a Shabbos, Shom Shabbos, and I believe that by living my life this way, I am a partner in God's creation of the world. Upon Rabbi Mordechai Willig, Rabbi Kolo, let's make the Kelmeli. Everyone, please rise. Just a word before the Kelmeli. Chazal have told us in the Sechta Moed Katan, "B'chol b'chol laholech, laholech b'lerbanim." It's by Reichman. Appropriately shed tears for someone who left this world without children. I want to point out that in the last week of his life, Rabbi Harry Nussenbaum was ably represented by his nieces. His niece in Staten Island, his nieces in Eretz Israel, who saw to it that the halacha was followed, the Jewish law was followed. And to quote his niece, they made sure that he died the way he lived according to the laws of the Torah. Please rise. El Moleh Rachamim Shochein Bameromim Hamtzei Menucha Nechona Al Kanfei Ashkina Demalos Kedoshim Zohar <laughs> 
Ein Balarachamim. Yasti there will be a minion this week from Mincha Marv in Rabbi Nissenbaum's apartment, the 36 Laurel Hill Terrace. Whoever could attend would be appreciated. Also, whoever could uh, go to the cemetery to guarantee that there is a minion. There are instructions on the table as you walk out.